Hello. We are really getting down to the end of the year here. And this one practice that I really love doing is creating a word of the year. And I did that for 2023. I actually did a personal and a business word. And I thought it would be good. You know, we're almost near the end of this year to do a little kind of recap check-in on that. So that's what we're going to dive into today. And what my intention is for you as you listen to this um, is to think about your own words of the year, if that's a practice you use and, you know, how do those words show up? How do those words uh, evolve maybe over the year? And if you don't do this practice, maybe hearing this reflection will be an invitation for you to try it on for the next year. So let's dive in. Welcome to Spacious, the podcast for business owners, leaders, and CEOs who desire simplicity, sustainability, and spaciousness in their lives and in their companies. In this podcast, we'll dive deep with lessons, perspective shifts, coaching, and guests to help you find and create a spaciously successful business. I'm so glad you're here. Okay. So like I said, I chose two words for 2023. I chose a personal word and a word for my company. And my personal word was ritual. And for the company, it was depth. I am really glad that I used that separation. That just really speaks to how I think about my business, how I think about myself as a leader of my company, as a CEO. Um, I just think that was a really a wise choice. And, you know, I'll, I'll say it was like my first invitation to you as you listen to this is, um, is for you to consider doing that as well. Um, I just think it's so healthy for us to have that, that little bit of that line between where we end and the business begins or where the business ends and we begin and that we can hold goals and desires and hopes and dreams for ourselves that have nothing to do with our business. Um, and that that's really healthy. (laughs) So just wanted to offer that little nugget to kick us off. And I'll start with kind of speaking to ritual for my personal word of the year. Um, so it won't be on this podcast. I started this podcast, you know, in the, in the middle of the year fall. Um, but if you were curious to hear some thoughts about it, if you go look at my original podcast effortless, um, there are episodes where I go into each of these at the beginning of 2023. Um, but basically ritual was stemming from many, many, many things. One noticing that I, when I am taking care of myself, when I am doing these different, you know, nervous system caring (laughs) routines and rituals, um, health caring routines and rituals, self-care routines and rituals. When I'm, when I am in the practice of those things, so much magic happens in my life. There's so much more space for really wonderful, cool, incredible things to happen. A lot of those do come through my business, right? Like low hanging fruit for the universe to deliver to me, but also just in general, I just, I have a more magical life, um, because of the rituals that I keep. And I just love the word ritual. It's like, you know, a little witchy and it feels fun and creative and just, I don't know, it just feels really good for me. And so this year as that, as that word, you know, kind of settled in, it started off with a bang as things usually do, right? Where I had, you know, all of these different sort of self-care things that I was focusing on. And, um, those, those really served me and those are really good. And, um, earlier in the year, I've, I've shared a bit about this and I won't go into too in depth here. Um, but earlier in the year I had just kind of some concerning ish news medically 
and it kind of threw me a little bit for a loop and I dropped a lot of the rituals that I had been creating, um, which is the tendency that I tend to have a lot of us tend to have the things that we need the most are the things that we drop when, you know, the going gets tough. And, um, as I processed through that and did work around that, I reintroduced ritual, but kind of in a new concept, it became a lot more about, um, less about, you know, checking the box of, did I do my body oiling and my lymphic lymphatic drainage and blah, blah, blah. or it became more about like, am I slowing down? Am I being intentional? Am I finding little pockets of magic in my day? Am I choosing to really like romanticize my life? Am I choosing to make everything really intentional and beautiful and delightful and aesthetic? And, you know, I have to always have to disclaim when I say stuff like that, Aesthetics is something that I highly value. If you don't highly value that, don't take that as pressure to make everything look perfect and be beautiful. Like that is not for everybody. For me, I get so much delight out of things like that, that it is important. Um, but that is, you know, a very personal thing. So anyway, I, the ritual evolved into being a practice of, of that, of almost kind of evolved into more of like romanticizing my life. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, it has caused me to move with so much more intention and slowness. It has caused me to overall just, I feel so much happier in my day to day. I feel so much more present in my day to day. I feel like there's always something beautiful and wonderful to look out for. And that doesn't mean that I don't have hard days. And that doesn't mean I don't have days where I want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat a box of Oreos or a bag of Oreos and cry. Like I have, I'm a human, right? Like I haven't become some sort of like Snow White-esque fairy, like <laughs> dancing in the woods. Um, but there is more of that in my life. There is more um, just magic in my life. And it's not that anything, you know, super intense has happened or changed with my day-to-day. -day. It's just that, you know, I make my lunch night and it, and it looks beautiful and bright and vibrant. And I take a moment and I look at it and I think this is beautiful. And I'm so happy that I get to eat this. <laughs> um, or I, you know, I pour my water into a glass and I think, wow, like the way the light is hitting, this is just so wonderful and how magical, like I move really slow and it's probably really annoying to hear that. If that's not a practice that you have or are interested in, it's probably like, wow, this girl's super cheesy. And I am. And I'm really happy because of that. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just, I always feel like sometimes people like that can be a little bit annoying. <laughs> so just to keep it real, like, yeah. And I also like make really dark jokes sometimes and like read smutty fairy books and like all, like I'm still a human. I'm literally not just like this Pollyanna walking around with her head in the sand, but I find these moments to be so content and so happy with what I have. And then I keep getting more of those moments. And I really think that that is due in large part to setting this intention for ritual. Um, and so if you're at a loss for what a personal word might be, um, if you are not really sure, you know, where to go to even start that, what I would ask you for, or what I would ask of you is to like explore, what are you trying to cultivate more of in your life? What do you want to create more of? What do you want to feel more of? And what are the simple ways that you can make that happen? Because everything that I do around the word ritual and how it's evolved over the year is not complex. It's not hard. It's not, it's not laborious. It's, it's being really intentional with where I, where I look at things and how I appreciate things. It's free. I mean, it's not free. I obviously, you know, pay money for food and stuff. Um, but it's not like, oh, and then I, you know, pop the most expensive bottle of champagne on my first class flight. Like that's cool too. 
but that's not really what these were, this word represented for me. Um, and so, yeah, there's my, my feedback on that, my takeaway on that. Um, yeah. Okay. So then for business, I chose the word depth and that word, you know, to be totally frank, (laughs) it did and it didn't, (laughs) um, where I think it didn't is that there were still times where I was susceptible to shiny object syndrome this year. Um, I'm not perfect at not being like, Ooh, I should do this. Ooh, I should do that. Um, it's hard to be someone who has a lot of ideas, <laughs> a lot of grand, grand ideas. What I have really learned about myself. And I, I knew this, but I really learned that this year is that I really can be um, a portal of ideas for other people. And so really when ideas pop in to be like, wait, is this my idea (laughs) or is this an idea for a client or a peer or a friend? Um, and so practicing that being more discerning with that has been good. Um, there's language around projectors being the, the midwives of the universe. And that, that feels particularly true for me this year, just so many things being kind of quote birthed through me, but not, it doesn't have to actually be me the one to be the one that creates it, if that makes sense. Um, and so just really, really leaning into that and recognizing what a gift that I get to bring to my clients that these ideas might actually be for. Um, that's, that's been really fun to own that. And so I guess in that, um, where depth did work is really focusing on mastering my work this year, becoming an even stronger, better, more capable coach. I, I feel the most confident in my work that I have ever felt. I feel the most embodied in my work that I ever have. I had so many examples, particularly going on a retreat in Mexico and then hosting our retreat here in Charleston just a couple of weeks ago. I have never felt more embodied in the work that I help people do. I have never felt more like, oh, I am absolutely masterful at this work. Um, and that's just been, you know, a reflection of depth and of focusing on that. And again, you know, to bring human design into it, like as a projector, like that is, you know, how, how it's discussed, right? Like that projectors maybe quote work less and I'm putting quotes around that. Um, but really it's because a lot of their time gets to be dedicated to becoming masterful. And I, I feel like that has been true for me this year in so many ways. Um, and so like, I, it's just really fun to be in this place where like coaching is, is what's the right word? Coaching is simple for me now. And it it has been for a while, but it's like, I literally, there's no qualm about getting on a call. There's no qualm about opening a Voxer message. There's no qualm about anything that a client could bring to me. I feel just so masterful in how I hold space and how I help people and my ability to do it and my ability to be having shit going on in my own life and to be able to turn the volume down on that and step into this role and lead people really, really well. Um, to have my own support systems to help me with that. I think that that's something that, you know, it can, it can feel a little bit like MLM to say this, but I think if you are a coach or a leader or someone who holds space for other people in some capacity, that if you don't have your own resources to help you do that, um, you are making things way harder than they need to be. Um, so I've really, you know, I've gotten super intentional with my investments and who supports me and what that support looks like this year. And, that has helped me even more just feel so much more confident in who I am as a coach and 
the way that I coach and the way that I hold space and the way that I facilitate this work. Um, yeah, it's just been depth, depth work there. <laughs> um, and then the work that I'm toying with for 2024, I'm not going to share it yet, but it's a really good build off of that. Um, so I'm excited about what that means and looks like. I always like what happens with words of the year and I can't speak for everybody, but my experience is that, um, you said a word and you're not really sure how it's going to plan out and what it's going to mean. And it might evolve meanings. It probably will evolve meanings over the year. Um, and so the word that I'm toying with, which I'll share with you guys, you know, at the beginning of the year, um, I'll be really curious to see how that evolves. It just feels exciting. Um, something that I will do better in the next year in 2024 with my words of the year is, is check in with them more often. So I have lots of CEO time and visionary time and, and everything's in my schedule. I regularly am having, you know, meetings <laughs> with my myself and being like, okay, like, what are we doing? What's the direction? What's the plan for this quarter? What's the focus? Like, I think that reflection is one of our most powerful and underused tools and that our own success can leave a lot of clues. Um, so I, I do that. Um, but I, I hadn't, I don't have a practice right now where those things call back to these words of the year. And that's something that I'm definitely going to implement and integrate this, this next year when I'm doing these check-ins, when I'm doing these meetings to be like, okay. And like, where is, you know, blank and blank <laughs> showing up? How is it showing up? Um, how has it evolved, et cetera. So that's, that's part of my goals for, for next year. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's all I really have to say about those, those two words. Um, I think if you're someone who, you know, when it comes to picking word for your business, hmm, what would be my advice for you? I think tapping into this question, I I've referenced this question so many times over the years. This is the question that my longtime five, almost five year coach, um, has asked me and it, and it's such a powerful question. Um, the question is what kind of business owner do you want to be? And I think if you, if you sit with that question, journal on that, reflect on that, talk to your mentors, your coaches about that. Um, I think whatever comes up for you should be, should inform your word of the year for your business. Um, for me, when she first asked me that question years ago now, the, the, the almost immediate answer was, um, one who listens to herself, one who trusts her intuition. And I've been on a journey of doing that for a long time. And I think depth really supported that, um, because there's no second guessing myself in my role as a coach anymore. Like that is firmly locked in. Um, like I trust myself implicitly, <laughs> explicitly all of the lease, <laughs> um, when it comes to being able to, to do that work and to help people and to actually facilitate growth and transformation. So anyway, I'm repeating myself now, but if you're, if you're not sure where to start, maybe start with that question of what kind of business owner do I want to be? And in noticing whatever comes up for you, you know, seeing what that looks like as a word or helping use that to inform what your word might be for 2024. And when you're doing that work, if you feel like you could use some support in the new year, if you feel like you're ready to really immerse yourself in an intimate and tight knit community of business owners who get it, who are stepping into kind of the highest expression of themselves and their businesses, they're stepping into leadership, 
you know, thought leadership, saying the thing, owning their ideas, stepping into confidence with who they are and what they do, really owning their value of their work. If that's a journey that you're stepping into, that you know is on the horizon, I invite you to hop on the wait list for the Ease Mastermind or send me a DM about the Ease Mastermind. There's going to be a few spots opening up in January and we're this program. <laughs> I could like start a whole new podcast about how powerful this group is and this container is and this program is. And it's, it's, it's go it's getting even more. So in the new year with this next cohort, we're layering in some new things, including one-on-one time with me. And I'm just so excited to share more about that. So I want to invite you formally onto the wait list or to send me a DM and chat about it. If, if you think that, that might be a supportive option for you in the new year. All right. DM me what your words of the year are. I want to know. I'm curious. I'll chat with you there. What was your takeaway from this episode? What action are you going to take? Come share it with me over on Instagram. It's linked in the show notes. There you will also find any other important information from this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it with a friend or leave a review? This helps others find the show, and I would be so grateful for your support.